The ARA acknowledges the traditional owners of the land where we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and we pay our respects to the Elders past, present and recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as Australia's first traders, who utilise a sophisticated network of trading paths that have facilitated the exchange of goods, knowledge and culture for millennia. Hi, I'm Paul Zara, CEO of the Australian Retailers Association, and welcome to the Retail Therapy Podcast, proudly brought to you by AWS. Having navigated the worst of the pandemic, businesses are now moving on to tackle the next big global disruptor in climate change. In this season, we're talking to business leaders, academics and climate experts about their personal journeys and fighting for a more sustainable future. We'll also learn more about businesses and how they're meeting their sustainability targets. Joining me today is Leilani Weyer, Head of Responsible Investments at Rest Super, a strategic partner of the ARA. We've been chatting this season about how community attitudes have changed and what organisations are doing in their transitions to net zero. This also extends to superannuation companies like Rest Super, and I'm looking forward to today's discussion with Leilani about her role and Rest priorities in the sustainability space. Leilani, welcome. Thanks, Paul. Wonderful to be here. Now, to start with, I wonder how you think about sustainability at rest. When we think about sustainability in retail, we think about investing in energy efficiency or switching to renewables or designing products and packaging in a way that reduces environmental impacts. But I imagine that rest has different opportunities when it comes to sustainability. Yeah, that's right, Paul. As a superannuation fund, we see that our most material difference we can make in sustainability is through our investments portfolio. And that also then affects the future that our members, our 1.8 million members will retire into. So we look at our sustainability program as responsible investments, corporate responsibility, and then advocacy across both those two areas. And what we've also done is we've looked at the sustainable development goals, of which there's 17, and we've looked at the five that we can best align to, and they are gender equality, addressing general inequalities, affordable and renewable energy, climate action and decent work and economic growth. So we've looked at those. We think we can make a meaningful alignment and contribution to those as a superannuation fund operating in Australia. And Leilani, well, one of the things we do have in common is that we have both published a net zero roadmap. Tell us about how your roadmap was developed and what are the key actions you're taking to get to net zero? Yeah, so we made a commitment to be a net zero emissions super fund by 2050. Part of that was to develop our roadmap. Now, our roadmap is extensive. It's got over 45 initiatives in it. But in actual fact, there's six that are probably really interesting. One of them is to wind down our exposure to thermal coal mining because we believe that's what is known in the industry as a stranded asset. Mm. We're also looking to invest $2 billion into renewable energy and low-carbon solutions, which we've actually just achieved. We're stress testing our portfolio for different climate futures. We're also looking at advocating for economy-wide emissions reductions of 45% by 2030, because if the economy decarbonises, yes. our investment portfolio will decarbonise. 
we're looking to allocate 1% of our funds to impact investing by 2026 and also our direct property portfolio to be net zero by 2030. So a lot going on. As you know, we have our own net zero roadmap at the RAs as well. So I look forward to sharing our notes, but it sounds like it's an action plan roadmap with lots of things to be done. Now, sustainability is personally important to me and and for many of our members listening today, but it also makes good business sense. Consumers expect more and more of business, particularly when it comes to social and environmental issues that are important to them. Things like climate change and diversity, quality, inclusion. Are your members telling you the same? Yeah, really good question in terms of We've actually done a lot of listening with our REST members over the last few years. And in 2019, we actually surveyed 2,000 of them and ran some focus groups and asked them what were their thoughts about responsible investment generally. And what we found is that members were wanting low fees, high returns, and they wanted all of this done responsibly. Mm. So we then dug a little bit more and found out, well, what are the real issues that our members cared about? And members overridingly said to us, unethical supply chains is something we don't want to be invested. We'd like to avoid investments in companies that are associated with animal cruelty. And then the list went on in terms of preferences for gender, not wanting to be invested in environmental destruction, not wanting to be invested in companies where executives had what was perceived as excessive remuneration, and then a whole bunch of industries like tobacco, gambling, logging and fossil fuels was where they'd like to avoid. So we listened to this and and then we thought, actually, was there a potential for a enhanced sustainability option in the portfolio? And 73% of members said, yes, we'd like to see another option. So what we ended up doing is working more and doing more listening with our members and asking them, well, we know what you don't want to be invested in. Mm. So what would you like to be invested in? And themes came out such as we want to be invested in sustainable buildings and we want to be invested in renewable energy and we want to be invested in healthcare. And so what we actually did is we designed an option with all these members' preferences in mind and launched that in March last year. Amazing. And you you mentioned responsible investment there. Why is it important for a superannuation fund like REST to be making ethical investment decisions? Yeah. So responsible investment is this catch-all umbrella term and it can be used interchangeably. It can be ethical, it can be responsible, it can be sustainable. So that's probably a nice thing to just level set. But I think to answer this question, what would be nice is to bring it to life. What I might say is why would a super fund do this? So we did some modelling, which I mentioned before, and that modelling looked at what's the world going to look like in 20 years' time if no action is taken on climate change? And what if some action is taken and we really think let's get well below two degrees by 2100 and stop climate change in its tracks? So we did some modelling. So if you're a REST member and you're 48 and you're going to retire in 20 years' time, if you have an average salary of around $48,000, you've got a super balance of $67,000, we have expected through our modelling that you will be $50,000 better off if the world acts for climate change. Right. So that was a pretty compelling reason to act. If you're a salary with 80,000, a super balance of 100,000, you could be expected to be $80,000 better off in retirement. So 
this was one of the reasons why we thought as a superannuation fund, there, there's there's the numbers behind this. Mm. Um, so there's member preferences, society expectations and risk and return measures that just all made sense. Absolutely. So, so what industries are you no longer investing in and what sectors are you focusing on now? The industries that we are looking at vary depending on the different options. So as a superannuation fund, we offer various options and some of them are a core, a default option, which a lot of members will just automatically go into. And then there's a range of choice options. And so in our core option, we've got no exposure or to direct investing in controversial weapons, tobacco, and that the thermal coal mining companies where 10% of revenues are coming from thermal coal. That's the core option. So that's the entry level. If you were wanting a bit more in terms of exclusions and positive investing, that's where you can make a choice option. And that's where the sustainable growth option comes into play. And members would need to have a an active decision. That's what a choice option means. They would actively decide to switch into this and it has far more exclusions. So everything from companies that have been known to have environmental destruction in their revenue base and that's how they're making profits, we would exclude them from this portfolio for a period of time. Animal cruelty, palm oil exposure, and also this option is not invested in the fossil fuel industry. So it's choice. It's all about choice. This isn't financial advice, but it's it's good to know that you have options. Yeah, wonderful. AWS is committed to building a sustainable business for our customers and the planet. To drive collective cross-sector action on the climate crisis, we co-founded the Climate Pledge with Global Optimism on the conviction that businesses are responsible, accountable and able to act on the climate crisis. To find out how AWS can support you to modernise your business to reach your organisation's sustainability goals, head to the link in the show notes. Now you, you are diverting uh, investments away from the industries that are not taking climate change as seriously as others. Has that had any impact? And are the so-called big polluting companies changing their ways if super funds like you are no longer viewing them as an attractive investment option? Yeah, so th- this piece around diverting investment, once again, it comes down to the option that you're invested in. And so there's multiple ways that we can act for a low-carbon future. Divestment is one, diverting the funds away, but the other way is actually through active ownership because being invested in a company actually means it gives us a voice to engage with them, to talk to them about what their 20-year plan is for a low-carbon future, and it's actually an incredibly powerful way to also collaborate with other investors in this space. So our core option will have less investments but huge amounts of active ownership in this area, and that means we're talking to companies all the time about what they're doing with environmental social governance risks more broadly, climate change, labour issues, workforce issues, what they're doing around modern slavery. So the best thing about being a, a member of REST, I think, is that you actually can have the choice of being in an option where there is divestment, but still knowing that REST as a super fund is invested in these industries where we're then able to actively engage mm. to engage for a a sustainable future. Do you think the concept of responsible investment is mainstream yet? Responsible investment, because of it's so many different styles of investing, I'd say generally it's it's accepted. Responsible investment at its bare roots means that 
We will look at environmental, social and governance issues. We'll consider those risks, how significant they are to an investment and maybe how we're going to value those risks in the investments. So I would say that that area is mainstream. What's less mainstream is other styles of responsible investment, such as impact investing. Mm. And impact investing is when you will invest for that financial return in members' best financial interests, but you'll also be able to have an environmental and social outcome that's agreed at the start of the investment. So it's not an afterthought. And that's that's far less mainstream at the moment. Do, do, do you think mem- some members or many members just want to get the best value of their investments no matter how they're made? Or do you think there's a much more socially aware, conscious decision now being made in around where people put their money? Yeah. So when we surveyed our members, we had over 75% of them thought that a superannuation fund had a responsibility towards society and its investing. Off the back of that, and also off the back of our investment risk and analysis, we've actually built an investment belief that is, we believe responsible investment adds value. And that's adding value to the investment process, returns. And we believe this because it helps us reduce risks and increase returns for our members' retirement savings. And also keeping in mind that investments in super is a long-term investment. So we're looking at 20 plus year horizons. And so the risks that we're managing today could actually be far better if we're managing them today than dealing with them in 20 years time. We think it adds value and therefore, that's why we do it. Look, from my point of view too, often people ask me what they can do to become more sustainable. And I say there are three, there are three things, switch to renewables, trade up to an electrical vehicle and reduce their red meat intake. But it sounds like there could be a fourth thing we could all do to become more sustainable, which is to ask our super funds about their approach to responsible investment. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, actually. I think as REST, we're very encouraging that Um, our members are interested in their superannuation and they use all the tools and resources that are provided for them. And there's also a thematic link definitely starting to happen about how people are investing their retirement savings and how that leads to real world outcomes. And there's a lot more interest in if I invest in that company, what will that lead to in 20 or 30 or 40 years time when I retire? So we would encourage our members to talk to us about their investment portfolios more generally and also to ask questions around sustainability in their investments. Because these investments do impact real world outcomes Mm. and we are all accepting that there is a low carbon future that we are traveling into so it's definitely worthwhile to get to know your super a little better well it sounds like you're having a real impact in your role at rest Uh, to, to wrap up today what is your vision for the future and how can our members help rest make an even bigger impact we think that as a super fund with 1.8 million members, we have a tremendous responsibility in investing their retirement savings. And we are there to help each one of those members achieve their personal best. With that, we also believe that sustainable and responsible investment 
investing will help create a better, fairer and more sustainable future as well. So off the back of this, our vision is really to make sure that risks and opportunities are brought into the investment portfolio, that we're transparent with our members. So our members are able to go to the How We Invest section on the website and they can see where our portfolio holdings for each option are. They can see the companies that they're invested in and to be transparent and accountable to our members. And then finally, I'd say that REST has such a great range of financial education and financial advice services Mm. on rest.com that, you know, it's a great place to start and actually just the messages start today. Really good point. Leilani Weyer, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on all the work you're doing in sustainability investment at Rest Super. Thanks for chatting and all the best for the future. Thanks, Paul. Thank you for joining me for some retail therapy. With special thanks to our season partner, AWS, who can assist retailers navigating through their own sustainability journey with a wealth of practical resources. For more information, check out the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. We can be found wherever you listen to your favourite podcasts. For more information about the work we do at the ARA, head to our website, retail.org.au. Follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram wherever you love to connect. All of the links can be found in the show notes.